Welcome back, Cuzzies, to another episode of the Coaster Cuzzies podcast. If this is your first time tuning into the Coaster Cuzzies, this podcast is where two best friends talk about roller coaster, theme parks, and shenanigans. Your hosts for this show are Coaster Bro and Theme Park Stud. On today's episode, the Coaster Cuzzies are going to talk about date ideas you and your significant others can do at theme parks. So stick around and find out some cool date ideas they could do at different theme parks and some that you could implement at your own local park. All right, Coaster Bro, how you doing this week, man? I'm feeling really good, man. That was the dopest intro I've ever heard of any podcast in the world. I know, right? I mean, we, we're trying to be official out here now. So we got the oh intro. We got to bring some content. So I'm excited. Like, we're going to be, we're going to start doing that every week now, having a cool intro. So people kind of recognize our brand and know what we're about and all that kind of stuff, especially if we have a new listener. And yeah, we're all about sick beats, too. Yeah. Fire. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking of that, on uh, Coffee with Coaster Bro, you kind of introduced a new little Spotify playlist we're going to put out there. So I did. It's called uh, Coaster Cuzzy's Road Trip. And uh, at the end of the show, we're going to add a few more songs to it. But we got four songs already. As we uh, do our live shows and, and podcasts, we'll add to the list and take suggestions from the community. It's just going to be an ultimate road trip uh, playlist on Spotify that you can listen to on the way to parks. Yes, if you have any suggestions, definitely hit us up on Instagram at Costa Cuzzies. Don't come at us with lame stuff, though. Yeah. Only hot fire. Straight fire. (laughs) (laughs) What you drinking today over there, theme park Uh, stuff? I got a little Miller Lite Tall Boy, 16 ounces of pure American Miller, a fine Pilsner beer. That's wonderful. I've got a a White Claw Mango. Ooh. Last time we all got together in a parking lot, I got turned on to the White Claw, and uh, I'm feeling real basic. Yeah, I need but some of those. Delicious. I just have some more lights in the fridge. I need to finish before I pick up some of those. So Nice. I've got my dad bring me back some yingling from Arkansas today. Ooh. <laughs> so uh, still, get ready for that. I still can't drink yingling after the last time we went to Orlando together. Ugh. Yeah, we had um, most of the – I would say most of the yingling in Florida – was consumed by us on that weekend yes a lot of it (laughs) but uh anyway let's talk about dating bro yeah let's talk about dating you know i don't think we talk about this on this site so you know you're married i'm a married man yes you wouldn't know it by my tiktok dances but i am a married man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty sexy dance you had. I got a uh, really loose hips. I'm gonna tell you that. I work. <laughs> I work hard. Yes. So you're married, <laughs> and I'm single. Yep. So yes. There's any ladies but, listening out there? <laughs> theme park stud. He's a uh, he's a free as a bird right now. Yeah. Oh, but no, man, let's but, talk about dating at theme parks and maybe some cool date ideas. That hey, and maybe there is a lucky listener out there that might want to go on one of these dates with me. So. Yeah, and we're going to come at you from a bunch of different perspectives, as in like first dates, as well as like, you know, if you got a wife, what are some dates you could go on? Or if you've been in a long-term relationship, maybe you're dating an enthusiast, maybe you're dating a GP, who knows? We're going to talk about all that today. Great ideas. Um, you know, love is in the air. What's a GP? I don't really know what you that don't, is. Oh gosh, you don't know what yeah. a GP is? is that a, I'm assuming a general you, person. <laughs> basically it's general public okay it's what um it's what us enthusiasts say um whenever we're talking about stupid gp like the gp don't know about fast passes uh, oh the gp's too close to me in line doesn't have their mask on so that's what you that say behind my, that's what you say behind my back when you're referring to me I yeah, my, my gp co-host <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what i yeah. say so, yeah, so some of these tips are going to be park-specific because some of them are only going to apply to that one. And then later on, we're going to have some tips that you could actually apply to any park you go to. So if you want to apply this to your local park, fantastic. So, um, yeah, the fir- yeah. The first kind of topic we have to tackle with theme park dating is when is it appropriate to go on a theme park date? You know, you're the fan. I'm the enthusiast. I worry about this a lot. Like, I remember when I started dating, like, if I took a girl to a theme park, I always wondered, am I going to be too nerdy? And am I, am I going to be too intense? Like, what is about to happen? I don't know if you ever felt that as just kind of a general theme park fan. 
Uh, I haven't really felt that as a general theme park fan because if I'm going, I'm usually with – I've never dated enthusiasts, so it's always been a GP as, uh, <laughs> as what you all say. And um, <laughs> so it's always been – I never felt like I was being nerdy out too much. Um, but I would say that, like, it definitely is not one of my first, like, dates mm-hmm. for sure i want to i want to be the first date out of the boat like let's go to a theme park uh, i will say i've had a few first dates at a theme park and they i never had a second date after <laughs> <laughs> but you just <laughs> i think it's because i was just so nervous because always thinking like oh gosh is she gonna expect me to like plan this day or should like i take her needs into effect or am i just like no i'm just gonna treat this like a normal coaster visit we're gonna hit all the coasters first and uh, we're going to avoid all the lines. And I don't know. It's just hard. Like, a first date is tough because it's also, like, what do you talk about? You're stuck in a line. Like, you commit to, like, an hour-long line. Like, that conversation better be good. <laughs> and that's why I don't think a first date should be a theme park because you're committing a lot of time just mm-hmm. an entire date as well. So, if the date doesn't work out, there's going to be a lot of awkwardness and a lot of like downtime where it's just going to be very, very uncomfortable for both parties. So I think it's probably better to do more of a traditional date where you're going to, you know, meet them, you know, get coffee or dinner or drink or something like that. See if you kind of how that works and maybe go on another date. We kind of do an activity, maybe nothing that's so time consuming. And then maybe a third, fourth or fifth date. That's when you can maybe do a more longer task, like go to a, spend a day at a theme park or amusement park. I think that would be kind of the play I would run. Um, but again, uh, as an enthu- someone as an enthusiast, you might, you might think that differently. I would say unless he or she is an enthusiast first date at an amusement park is a bad idea. But once they kind of get to know you a little bit, you realize, Hey, we might work this. I want to kind of show you my hobby. Then, like like you said, third, fourth, fifth day, somewhere in there, I think it's okay to kind of let your colors show a little bit there. So. I agree with that. Yeah, especially if it's a big hobby, which obviously Coast Enthusiasts, that's a big part of your life. So, But don't be that nerd that just takes a girl on a first date and is like just all out enthusiast on her ass. It's not going to work. <laughs> like if, if you are planning your day and you're not, you're not playing it cool, you don't give her any choices, him or her, um, any choices like, it's not going to go well. So you can have a good first date maybe, but you really have to be sensitive to like what they're feeling. And like, what if they don't like roller coasters? You're going to force them on their first roller coaster. That's not a good move. Yeah. That's definitely going to be a date killer for sure. If they don't want to ride those extreme rides, but you do and you force them on there, I guarantee you're not going to second date. So maybe that's what happened on your little theme park dates you went on. Maybe a few times, maybe a few times. Yeah. I'm pretty happy. Well, I've been riding boomerang. God damn it. <laughs> I haven't rode it all year. <laughs> You're going to throw up next to me. <laughs> Jeez, man. Now, I remember my wife, though, we actually had um, kind of our first theme park date. This is like successful date. Um, so I actually, I lived in Atlanta at the time. She lived in Kansas City, even though my hometown was Kansas City at the time. Came back and we had like a couple of dates over three days. And our fourth date, <laughs> we went on like multiple dates, like real fast. Cause we were like, like, Oh yeah, she's cool. I like her. Um, let's go ahead and f- speed this up a little bit. We went on a day trip to silver dollar city and um, that was magic. That was great. We had a great conversation in the car on the way down, on the way back. We got to ride some of our favorite roller coasters and kind of see what I was. It was like my first time I got to authentically show her myself in my hobby. So it turned out okay. Yes. <laughs> they can turn out okay. But um, yeah, we were going to talk about Disney World first because you, you were a, an Orlando native. Well, is that what you call it? You I lived in Orlando yeah, I lived for a in while. Orlando. I don't know if I was a native because I didn't grow up there or was born there. And I, in theory, could have had dates in Disney World, um, you know, as a single man in Atlanta going to Disney World. You know, it could be a, a thing with a serious girlfriend um you know i think i've had never had like an official date with an ex-girlfriend at disney world but i've always had ideas yeah so we'll talk about some of those um so in disney world 
what what are some of your like i know you didn't really even though you lived in orlando you didn't go on dates to the disney world parks very often yeah is that right? every now and then like the tricky part is is if they have a ticket or not so Ooh. like you know disney tickets are very expensive they're about a hundred dollars a pop actually about 130 dollars a pop so if they had an annual pass could I, I when i lived there i had an annual pass so they had an annual pass and that was a perfect date idea um, because you know, as a local who lived there, which usually who I was dating, um, and they had annual pass, you could just both meet at the park. So you don't have to like worry about that awkward car ride or anything. Who like pays that. for the admission? Yeah. Um, you know, we, you, you don't have to worry about admission or anything. And then you could walk around the park. And the nice part is you don't have to commit a lot of time. You still got to commit some time because if, you know, when you go into a theme park, especially a Disney park, you got to drive to the property. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. about tw- once you get on property, it takes about 15, 20 minutes just to get to the park and park and then walk to the front gate, probably more. So you might as well already plan for at least an hour, if not longer. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that, you know, the date doesn't, does go well, but there was a couple of times I did go on some dates, as, you know, go into the parks and, you know, you just kind of walk around and kind of see what you want to do and stuff. And, um, usually those type of people, cause they, they have an annual pass. They've been to the parks before. So we all kind of, we both kind of know what we like to do and stuff. And, you know, we're not very worried about hitting certain things and stuff. So it's, it's pretty nice. You just kind of walk around get to know each other, but it can be awkward if, if, uh, if the, if the day's not going well and you're stuck in like, you know, the line for avatar, um, for flight of passage, which is three hours, that's awkward. So you might want to, you know, start off doing some of the smaller rides. We don't have a lot of, uh, lines you got to wait in, or maybe just kind of do some shows at first and kind of walk around the park and just kind of get to know each other to see if there's kind of chemistry there before you commit to a long line. Gosh, talk about a terrible first date idea if somebody doesn't have an <laughs> annual pass though. Like you're committing $130 and um, just to get <laughs> a whole in. day. Like it's yeah. not a good plan. The first dates are like, it's an option to where like you can get dinner, get coffee and then split if you have to. Or you can make it longer if you want to. So yeah. you can't do that with Disney World. So mm-hmm. that was kind of an interesting perspective that I think a lot of people don't understand if yeah. they're not Orlando based. Now there is other options on Disney property where you don't have to go Ooh. into an actual theme park in order to have a date. And I use those strategies a lot. Um, you know, they have a lot of cool things on Disney property, um, like going to uh, you know, have they have multiple mini golf courses. Um, <laughs> Like, this was uh, your go-to move, man. It kind of was my go-to move when I lived in Florida. We go to Fantasia, Fantasia Gardens. Gardens. Yes, <laughs> I love that place. Yes, we went on like awesome. bro dates there. Sometimes. Yeah, I think I took you on a date there, and yeah. I, I won you over. So it yeah. works, people. Uh, yeah, I definitely uh, went back to your place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I was intending on staying. Yeah. So for the record. It... <laughs> for the record. Um, so yeah, the, that was that was pretty cool to do. You, there's some restaurants that you could like. You go to the resorts and hit up restaurant. Or there is, um, in Orlando, you have uh, Disney Springs, which has a lot of good cool restaurants you could start off with. Kind of walk around the area, um, hop on a little boat ride in Disney Springs, and take it to different resorts and kind of resort hop. Um, I forget how good of a date Disney Springs actually is. Yeah, you could turn it into a really fun one. Because there's a lot of like bars and decent restaurants. Mm-hmm. go walk and listen to me like a lot of times they'd have music playing especially at nighttime was oh, yeah. uh pretty outstanding like if i was on a date there i'd be like okay this is pretty nice yeah. bunch of uh beer stands and everything yeah it's yeah. a good time i've i've met some uh some people there i've gone on dates uh at disney springs many times uh one of my go-to favorite- restaurants um lot there are kind of the, the restaurants there are kind of pricey so um you know, I never really, there were more kind of drink dates I went to, but um, mm-hmm. I have ate at the Boathouse. Um, it's a really good seafood restaurant. That's pretty good. So um, that's the one that you have the boats that you can ride on the lake for like a yes. hundred bucks, right? Yeah, you can rent out the boats and do that. You're really um, trying to flex. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, a lot of times when I did go there, I'd go to the bar and we'd just get an appetizer and split and just have a few drinks and stuff. And the bars were all like a little dock off the water and stuff. Um, it's a pretty cool romantic spot. Um, I used to go to Jack, I think it's Jack Lindsay's little like finger right. bar. Yeah. Um, you know, I got, I got drinks there a couple of times and they had like some finger food you could get there as well in their kitchen. Um, that was pretty good. 
Um, nice. But there's a lot of restaurants I wanted to try. Like I wanted to try the Asian, I think it was Morimoto um, restaurant. That was I've there. heard great things about that. Yeah. Um, never experienced it though. Um, I did go to, oh, what's it called? I'll have to look it up. Um, Where was it at? It's Disney Springs. I want to say it's the Crab House, but it's not the Crab House. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. It looks like a big old boat. Yeah, I ate there, but I ate there. That wasn't a date. I ate there with my mom and aunt. Um, <laughs> and they thought maybe this would be a good date. <laughs> no, some other like good resort ones to go to though. Um, and I, I haven't tried any of these, but I know that they look delicious. California Grill in the Contemporary Hotel is a high dollar, but very quality meal. Mm-hmm. Victoria and Albert's is like the grand floridian like fancy hotel <laughs> it is actually time out, it is called the fulton's crab house <laughs> <laughs> you just forgot the fulton yeah <laughs> the house of crabs <laughs> and then uh, another one i want to bring up did you ever do the boardwalk and go to like beaches and cream for an ice cream date um i never went there but i went to jelly rolls which is their uh, piano bar that they have there oh um but I, I never went there. I went there an eight day one time, but um, like got ice cream, but I never went there for a date, but that's a perfect date spot. The boardwalk is a cool, mm-hmm. cool spot. Um, I, again, I only went there. How I only went gorgeous there for, that is. Yeah. I only went there for a, a date for, uh, for um, at Jelly Rolls, which is a piano bar. Um, nice. That was pretty cool. I feel um, like a drunken stumble around that boardwalk would be very romantic. I mean, you talk about resorts, another great date idea on Disney property. Um, that's kind of fun. It, it could be a little pricey because drinks are a little expensive, but just, and we've done this, do the booze cruise on the monorail. Yes. Um, I love yeah. the booze cruise. It's such a good move. Yes. Such a great move. A lot of fun. <laughs> you get to try out different cool resorts and stuff. And a little pro tip to make the, the date a lot of fun is when you go to each resort, just act like a different type of couple and stuff like, you know, like, Oh, it should act like you're like here with your family or something like that. You know, you have kids and stuff or, or something like you just these real swanky, uh, you know, high up people that are like real high class when you go to the grand Floridian or something like that. <laughs> get like um, martinis. And <laughs> yeah, really. When I go to that bar, I usually get like a, like a really nice whiskey scotch drink or something and kind of really, really class it up. So now for those of you that don't know what a booze cruise is there, there's kind of a set of three hotels that go around a monorail loop. Um, that's kind of on the same line as the magic kingdom. So for bro dates, I know you and I would, every time do a booze cruise before we went into that park because it's a dry yeah. park i don't know if we should call it a pro, a bro day is more of a pregame, but um <laughs> no when we when we hang out together my wife is very clear that it's a bro date <laughs> <laughs> but uh what are the bars there you got the contemporary it's always the pacific rim right is that is that the one that yeah goes? it's kind of the least exciting of the bars mm-hmm. but the polynesian has uh, trader sam's in it Yes, is, one of our favorites. I mean, it's it's hard to go to Disney World without going to Trader Sam's. I love that bar, the, the tiki bar that's just themed. And every time you order a drink, a new something happens in the bar, some sort of scene, which is a lot of fun. And then there's a bar upstairs. I don't know what the name of that one is. Yeah, I don't remember the, the name Polynesian, of that one either. Which I know it doesn't really matter. Tequila pours there. <laughs> yeah, we. that's where we go for our tequila pours. Uh and then you've got the Grand Floridian has the martinis and but yeah. after you, after you stop it and that's the those four like bars. Citrico's Lounge and then Enchanted Rose, um, so those are the two spots in the Grand Floridian you can get a drink. Especially great if you don't have a theme park ticket. Yes. And then uh, you know after that you could get a bus and go to Disney Springs if you wanted to, if it was going well. So yeah, Disney World is a great place. And um, there are a couple other things that you can do there if you're going for like an anniversary or just looking to spend a little bit of extra money. You know, you could do something like go to Epcot and eat at Le Cellier, the, uh, I think I said that right, the steakhouse in Canada. I hear good things about Via Napoli if you're wanting to get a pizza date or, or something like that. Um, but those are more inside the park. And they actually have dessert parties and like fireworks cruises. So if you're looking to do something a little bit extra special with the fireworks, which there's a ton every night in Disney World when COVID doesn't exist. Um, but those are also great ways if, you, if you're looking to spend a little bit extra money, do something a little bit extra, a little extra with your, with your hubby or your wifey or your longtime 
girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, it's a great option. Um, just know that it's going to be pretty pricey. <laughs> yeah. And then of course, when it comes to Epcot and we, we kind of talked about this on our previous episode with special events, but you have food and wine um, mm. festival going on. That is a great date night. If you have, yeah. again, if you have annual pass holders, um, you know, you go there, you, you know, missions already covered and then you just sample different food and little pro tip when it comes to that is, you know, you pick, um, you know, you pick like three foods again and, and then your, your partner picks three foods and then you kind of try each other's foods and stuff. And, uh, it's a good way to kind of get to know each other and get to know their tastes and stuff like that. And that's fun to do if you're on a first date or if you're on a hundredth date. So mm-hmm. it really is, uh, Disney world just in general has a bunch of great events that are perfect for dates. Like you think about even Mickey's not so scary and after hours event, their uh, Christmas events, flower and garden. Anytime there's an event, it's usually going to line up to a uh, good opportunity to take a date there, especially if you're a local, go to the event. That's not year round. And that's fun. All right. So I do want to move to the West coast a little bit because my wife and I, we had our honeymoon at Disneyland so we got to kind of play around and experiment with different restaurants and kind of different ideas for our honeymoon, which was just one long date that uh, I would highly recommend for people to do. And the first one, I recommend, I believe it's at the Disneyland Hotel. They have a restaurant there called Steakhouse 55, which was an outstanding restaurant. And we decided to go for breakfast for steak and eggs palm frites and the restaurant was empty Mm. we did we did a reservation there there was like one other family there and us and um it was a it was a good way to get the steak at a cheaper price (laughs) and um it's still just like a great start to a morning afterwards you just kind of mosey on over to disneyland and and start your day so that sounds delicious yeah it was so good man Uh, that was actually my favorite meal that i had at disneyland food wise it was just so good And then we also did get to check out the Blue Bayou restaurant, which is the the restaurant that is has um, it's in like the lobby of the first scene of Pirates of the Caribbean, where the banjos pluck and they've got the the firefly scene happening, and it's a New Orleans themed restaurant. The food was pretty solid. I wouldn't say that it was like mind blowing amazing, but it's a great way to get like the mint julep. Like they'll just refill your pitcher. So hey. instead of buying it by the by the cup, you get like we had like two or three mint juleps while we were in there, and it was so good. Um, but the the atmosphere of that is is just a romantic atmosphere. Um, tables are a little close together, so keep that in mind. Like you're you're kind of sitting on top of people, but the uh, you know the atmosphere of that restaurant it's just it's just a quaint little restaurant. You've got people floating by on the boats with the banjo playing. It's just a uh, really outstanding place for like an anniversary or honeymoon, I would say. (laughs) Um, And then I also, if you're looking for something a little bit on the cheaper side, uh, Mint Julep Bar is a perfect place to get your mint julep. I talk about this anytime Disneyland comes up. I just find a way to squeeze in the mint julep bar to get your beignets, get a coffee or a mint julep and uh enjoy a little snack together looking out at the uh the mark twain riverboat as it goes by really anything port orleans square or sorry new orleans square is um just an incredible place to just have a dinner and i think like a night at disneyland is one of the most magical places one of, one of the prettiest places on earth so um, that is definitely another top spot even the uh when we went together in our big group, we ate at um, what was it, New Orleans Cafe, Orleans Cafe, something like that. Yeah, yeah, and we got those and, Monte Cristos, so so yeah. good. Even the patio there has a great atmosphere. That um, if you're looking for something a little bit more mid-price, but still a good meal, that's a great place to go. Um, but with Disneyland in general, I think, I think that park glows up so much at night, and it's so pretty that let's say you went with your significant other and you were doing a weekend there something like getting up early getting a good breakfast and kind of moseying around the park use a few fast passes uh, and then going back to your hotel to take a nap 
and then coming back at night and just really being recharged and getting rides in and just taking in the atmosphere is it's the best date place in America. I said it. <laughs> Disneyland Park at night, strolling around. It doesn't get better than that to me. So a couple other Disneyland ideas that also work pretty well at Disney World is just like stepping away from the rides and just enjoying the other person's company. So some of our favorite mornings were like getting a coffee and hanging out in Cars Land or taking a midday break to get a a snack at the bakery of Main Street and just people watching and just taking in that atmosphere and talking, but just being quiet and taking it all in. It's so romantic. It really is. And I do have to give a shout out to the Animation Academy building at California Adventure. My wife sheds tears every time we sit on a bench and just watch all the movie clips back to back. It's like an hour long loop. <laughs> it's just a great way to kill an hour. You get a beer or a beverage and just sit in there and take that in. So those nice. are a few that I wanted to point out. They also have a downtown Disney, which not Disney Springs is downtown Disney still there. Um, but they have some great spots to catch a drink. If you don't want to pay that admission price and you live in Anaheim or whatever, uh, Trader Sam's all always a great choice, East and West coast. Uh, and then, uh, one of my favorite places is actually the Ballast Point Brewery. So if you and your partner are into beers, it is a great stop to get some food and have a few beers and just kind of stumble around downtown Disney. So Disneyland, as you can tell from my ramble about Disneyland, is a great place for a date. So if you like a long distance, if you're in a long distance relationship, both fly to Anaheim, get a hotel room, stay there for a couple days, and it's an amazing date. Or if you just live in L.A., then you got an option there. <laughs> nope, nobody lives in L.A. <laughs> None of our listeners live in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Now, you kind of hinted towards um, mini golf at, on Disney property or Universal property, but do you have any other like date ideas? We'll, we'll go back to Orlando, I guess, for this. Um, of just attractions to go to or just like go-to date ideas in Orlando? I mean, Orlando is just a tourist. I mean, it's a tourist trap. That's what it is. So there's a yeah. ton of places to go to. I mean, that might be off the beaten path, but it's still kind of a fall under that little, you know, family entertainment center and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of, go-kart places you could go to go to fun spot drink all the beer yes you can always go to fun spot and (laughs) you've had a date there before i have and it it was fantastic (laughs) it's such a great gosh i remember we were there at the in the loop guys you went off with your date and i just drank beer at the in the loop guys and it was the perfect setup yes it worked (laughs) out perfect um and then uh you have fun spot i mean there's there's a there's a ton of places there but don't make fun spot the first date um yeah yeah you probably shouldn't make that the first date it's like oh i know what kind of person this is yeah especially when you have like universal and disney i mean you also have universal city walk um you know there's a lot of places there where you don't even have to have a park ticket to get into that it's very similar to disney springs where um where it has a bunch of restaurants and bars restaurants too And those restaurants are a little bit cheaper comparatively um, if you compare them to Disney Springs um, restaurants. I mean, there are a couple that are a little pricey, but um, there's a lot of cool places there. Um, You could also, you know, you you also purchase a ticket and go see the Blue Man Group there, um, which Mm. is a lot of fun. And you can access that through City Walk. um, So you don't have to go into the park. Did you ever do a date at Hoopty Do Review? Because I feel like that would be amazing. I never went on a date there, um, but I have uh, gone to that twice, and I well, love Hoopty Do Review. I've been trying well, to. I tell you every time <laughs> we go down there, we need to do it because it is such a fantastic time. It is high on my list at yes. Disney World. What what resort is that again? Is that Wilderness Lodge? Uh, yeah, Wilderness Lodge. Um, it's kind of you kind of take a little. Um, is it a train? Yeah, you take a little train to get there. I believe I could be completely oh, wow. wrong. Um, you could also walk there too. Is it's it a, a wine train? Um, no, it's just a little train. And then you get there and it's just a fun dinner show. Um, the food is good, a little home style cooking. And it's like all you can drink, like beer, sangria. Um, and they just like 
kind of keep filling up the pitchers and like you want any more and it's just a fun atmosphere so that's a really fun day it's a little pricey but um it's also just fun to do with your friends too that's how we did it we had like a little work outing everyone as a group and it was it was fantastic i always i always recommend it what are some of your go-to spots at universal city walk i think of like anjahitos is that a good date place or are there better spots cowfish like what, what's the go-to date restaurant at city walk are they all kind of casual um, yeah, I mean, they're all, it depends kind of what you want. I mean, they're all kind of like, they're, they're sit down, but they, they can be casual because a lot of them are, you know, it's people coming into the parks that mm-hmm. you can usually go there. So you don't have to dress up if you don't want to, but you totally can if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite places is, um, is Tusum. Um, I mm, love yeah, I love it. I love it too. They, the characters walking yeah. around. Yeah, it's a lot of it's really good and the the food menus it's it's so good. I got the Noki last time I was there and it was it was so good. Um a lot of cool little handcrafted cocktails that they have as well and the milkshakes are so delicious cuz it is they a chocolate are. emporium. Um so pretty good. Uh you got a little you know you go to the NBC grill and kind of have like you know general burger and all that kind of stuff and you get that twosomes as well. Um, if you want pizza, if you like craft, beer, uh, craft beer, that's kind of the place to go. NBC Universal, right? Mm-hmm. That's the best yeah. beer selection in the in the area, I'd say. Yeah, they have a little Mexican spot and ojitos. That's pretty good. Um, Do love that. Yeah, and then uh, um, yeah, cowfish. Uh, that's pretty good if you want burgers and sushi. So, and you got both at the same what time. A wild range. I don't know how yeah. that's a restaurant. Oh, it's actually really good. So I wanted to. I want to try it someday. Yeah. So we next never, time, yeah, we never do it. So next time we go to uh, Orlando, hooky do and cowfish. We'll yeah. bring dates there. All right. So people that aren't from Orlando are like, oh my gosh, get to my local park. Like, <laughs> so we live in Kansas City, and we have like local park ideas, but we also have things that you can do at any park. So I guess we can dive into some of that. I think a lot of what, of what we have at Worlds of Fun also carries over to any Cedar Fair Park or any Six Flags that is kind of your local park. So Yeah. I mean, at Worlds of Fun, obviously the, the little theme festivals I have, like Halloween Haunt and Winterfest, mm-hmm. so those are just always fun to go to as dates. And obviously your local park may not have that exact thing especially with COVID going on since a lot of parks aren't and you know, our local park isn't either, but we'll um, have to go to St. Louis or Oklahoma city. That's so fun (laughs) to do the Halloween (laughs) event and the holiday (laughs) event. But um, those are fun events to go to as a date. Like, cause even if they don't like rides, you could do, you don't have to do rides. You could, you know, if they like haunted houses and you got it in the Halloween event or scare zones. Um, if they like, you know, holiday stuff, you know, the holiday events are fantastic for that. You could, you could avoid the, the rides if they don't like the rides. Really you know, good. obviously, if you listen to this podcast, you probably like rides. So you're hoping to find someone <laughs> that likes rides. So, but you never know. You might fall in love with someone that doesn't like rides. And those festivals and those events are a lot of fun. And um, if you want a, you know, a big rundown of special events that we really like, check our previous episode from two weeks ago. And we, we run down our favorite events. Yeah, I would say the most romantic is the holiday event, though. Mm-hmm. Unless you get a girl that really likes horror flicks or something, like yeah, that's your own type of romance. <laughs> but uh, I did a girl that liked horror stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, seriously, what better way to get like close to a chick than like walking through a haunted house with her, grabbing your hand, getting close to her? Yeah, you know, but also like the, the hol- but like you that. said, the Halloween event is just so magic. I'm not Halloween, the the holiday event is just so magical and stuff. Yeah. So that's it a great, so great event for a date. So and again, all the, all the local parks have those events usually. Yeah, what are some other like lo- things you can do if if it's not like a holiday event? I know How can you make like a date out of a normal day. I, I know one thing at, at our local park at Worlds of Fun, and I know not every park you can do this, but I know most of the regional ones you can, is they allow you to leave the park at a stamp or if you're in your pass holder, you just kind of, uh, you know, swipe your pass again and come in. So instead of getting food in the park, you know, enjoy walking around and go out to your car and have a little mini picnic or they have like Ooh. grassy areas and stuff. So even though that's not really – 
you know, you have to do that at a theme park. You can have a picnic anywhere, but just adding that little element and stuff, especially on a first date, you know, maybe not first date, but um, because you're not supposed to really go to a theme park on a first date, but say you did, just adding that little factor as a surprise, like, hey, we're gonna actually going to do a, a little, little surprise picnic. You're definitely going to win over your date for sure. That's true, especially if you do something where you like, you like make something special or you like you take something from a conversation you had and and tie that in even if it's like corny like you find out that they're like fruit by the foot and you pack a fruit by the foot in there or something juice boxes whatever it is um especially like a lot of parks are like picnic pavilion when you think of like lagoon or kennywood or Knobles, like pack a lunch surprise them that's a lot of fun mm-hmm. and then you can get snacks in the park if you want to you know yeah a little, little extra mm-hmm. Did you can always have the classic, you know, we always see these in movies when they go to a carnival and stuff and, you know, play games and win them a prize and stuff and, <laughs> and, you know, walk around. There's, there's always that kind of stuff um, to do. Um, that is true. I never really thought about it, but games are a great way to just like, if you win, it's just like, oh, I got this monkey and you have this monkey if it lasts. Yeah. Well, you could have like a nice little friendly competition between you and your date and kind of both play the game and see who does better and stuff. Um, It would be fun just to throw like $20 down and be like, yo, we're going to play some games. If there's check out, like see if the park has like deals going on with their games. A lot of them do Mm -hmm. hard for 30 bucks and, and compete. That's especially if you've got a competitive partner, that's a great way to do it. And, you know, when you're really crushing on someone and you like, this is a good time to ride those flat rides you don't normally ride when you go to the park, especially those ones where you have to get kind of extra close to them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a good way to kind of be a little flirty and a little cute. We could kind of like brush up against them and stuff. So Ooh, I know we have scrambler those, action. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like <laughs> a Zulu type ride, at least at our local park. And a little inline seating. Yeah. So um, that kind of stuff, you know, you know, I know we're all here to ride the coasters and stuff, but hey, this is a good time to kind of get a little flirt on and especially if you're really digging them and stuff and they're digging you and it's kind of get that way. Yeah, get on the log flume. That, that's where all the magic happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My God. Uh, what else could you do at any, any park? I try to think like some, maybe what are some good parks that, uh, like if you, if you were like to travel or something or meet somebody at a park, like maybe you're doing the long distance thing. I don't know. It's not out of the question. We're in the 21st century. There's these apps we meet people over. Like if you meet at a park, like what parks do you think are like the best date parks in America? Oh, that's tough. It um, is. I would say one of them would be very cool. Now I looked into it and I don't think they're offering it this year because of COVID. I did not see anything on there that was like, you cannot do this at all. Um, but that, I mean that it's, it's, it's ended for good. I, I looked at everywhere I could find, I almost called them, but I don't have time for that. <laughs> but um, one thing I always want to do, I think it'd be a great date idea. And it's not really when the park's open, but um, Maurice Piers has a breakfast. And yeah. So I thought that's where you were going. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, basically you have breakfast on the Ferris wheel. And um, now I don't, I, I looked at the website that the page got removed. So I'm assuming it's for COVID. Hopefully it's not for good, but you never know. Um, but there was that option, so you can't do it right now, but hopefully next year you can, but I think that'd be pretty cool to kind of travel to. I think if I ever go to that park, I would love to experience that. I would say just in general, even Maurice Pier is a great date park because mm-hmm. that traditional boardwalk, if you live near a boardwalk park, like, I think that actually is an okay first date because oh, you don't yeah. have to worry about gate prices. You can just pay for a ride. See and then afterwards, going. you could just walk on the beach. You, you know, mm-hmm. if you're on the East Coast and West Coast, I'm thinking about Santa Monica, like Pier. Oh, um, yeah. That's a fantastic spot. You know, just you could ride a few rides, there's a few games, and afterwards have a nice romantic walk on the beach, fall in love, get married, go to other theme parks. You know what I mean? Make babies on the beach, all sorts of things. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that whole Jersey Shore, if you live in Jersey, what are you doing? Every date should be on the boardwalk. Are you kidding me? That'd be amazing. New York City, go to Coney Island, even though it's kind of a little weird there. <laughs> I mean, if you like snakes and wants to hold snakes for a photo, go to Coney Island. Uh, a couple other parks that I think, like, even if like you're, you're dating a GP and you want to take them to, like, the first park, there's, like, general parks that you can go to that will, like, change people's mind about theme parks. Obviously, you got your Disney and Universal, 
But, like, say you're dating a girl from Kansas City who grew up with worlds of fun. Their opinion on theme parks might be negative. Or if your local theme parks is Six Flags, you just think all theme parks are like Six Flags. But if you go to, like, a Dollywood or a Silver Dollar City, a Bush Gardens for, like, your first theme park, those are all great choices, I think. Take them to a place that's, like, a little different. Knobles. That's where people fall in love, man. Yeah. I think the biggest advice here, especially because we have a lot of coaster enthusiasts on here, and this is probably me just coming from, a, I guess, a, a GP viewpoint, <laughs> um, is like when you go to those parks, like I'm thinking I'm going to take Silver City, for example, is, you know, obviously you want them to ride the rides, and the rides are a lot of fun. I love those coasters down there. Um, but just do some things you don't normally do, like go go see a show. Go, I know at Silver City, they have the glass blowing, like little kind of exhibits and stuff and different shops, and just really get into the into the mindset. And that's how you're going to find someone who's a GP that – may not love the rides like you do, but they're going to fall in love with going to theme parks, which is something you like to do because they're going to find their own thing. They really enjoy about it and find something they're really enthusiastic about. Um, I know, I mean, you got the cave there, which is just a cool thing. I mean, in general, it's just, it's just unique about the park. Not every park has something like that, but um, you know, find something that they're going to find that interest and find their hobby about within your hobby. So then you also can both go there and appreciate it for, for what it is. I still ride the rides with you. Maybe not all of them, but hopefully all, hopefully most of them. And then you, you get your fix in and then they, they find something they really love about the parks as well. I will say I have a kind of a unique experience in that I've, I've, I've dated like borderline enthusiasts. And I've also dated like my, obviously I did my wife who is not an enthusiast and enthusiast, just so you know, you do not have to find an enthusiast for your life partner. That's a lot of pressure. There's not a lot of women in this, uh, in this community there are a few but uh or guys ruin it it could be guys it could be a female enthusiast i want to find a guy or whatever you're looking for yeah doesn't have to be an enthusiast you can find somebody that just you know true love this is getting deep now but just find somebody that's going to support your hobby and you know my wife will go to theme parks and she'll enjoy them for different reasons other than myself so just keep that in mind. They do not have to be enthusiasts for you to fall in love. And on our next episode, we're going to have live callers call in. We're going to give them dating advice. So just kidding. I am all in. <laughs> Let's figure that out. Yeah. The Costa Cuz is now a dating advice uh, podcast. So It'll be a fun live show. <laughs> Something to think about. All right. So that's kind of it for the, the romance, the date ideas that we have at Parks. Um, if you have any questions that you want us to answer about theme park dating, we could follow up on the next show. Give us an email at coastercuzzies at gmail.com. Let us know if there's anything we didn't cover there. Um, now, we do have a thought of the week. Hmm. We haven't had one of these in a while. Yeah, what's the thought of the week? What is my thought of the week? I got tested for COVID the other day. <laughs> Oh yeah. Found out, found out somebody at my work had COVID. So I was like, yep, I'm going to go get tested. You tested and negative, so that's good. Thank God. I tested negative. But for those of you that haven't done a COVID test, there's a lot of anxiety going into it that sticking something up your nose hurts. It doesn't hurt. It's fine. It's just like you get you get deep in your nose and then it kind of tickles a little bit and it's like weird, but it's like Oh, I didn't know that part of my nose was there. You're the only one I met that has said that. Everyone else I've met that have said that says it hurts so bad because like they have taken tests. Oh really? Yeah. yeah I just, <laughs> mine was self-administered. I got deep in there, so I guess I was able to like. Oh, yours is self-administered. Did you, did you do it right? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. CVS does it. She she told me to put it a certain amount in my nose. I definitely got that deep. Moved it around in both nostrils, but it's not that bad. So don't worry too much about it if you have to go to get a test. Interesting. That's my thought of the week. COVID tests, not that bad. Especially when it's negative. You know, if you take it as positive, it's a little worse probably. Yeah, probably a little worse. <laughs> my uh, you, my thought yours? of the week is I've just been thinking about some trips and stuff. So I've been kind of mm-hmm. like, 
I, I have a trip planned to go to Orlando at the end of October to do a drinking around the world event. Um, part two. Yeah. Part two. I, I we kind of <laughs> recapped the first one um, on one of our first episodes. So go back and check that out if you haven't already and uh, going down to part two this time during COVID. So the theme is going to be um, a match your mask. So I got to find a cool mask and then I got to match my outfit. Um, um, around that. So don't know what I'm gonna do yet. We might be putting some stuff on, on social media, especially Instagram and kind of like maybe help you help me decide what I should wear. So, so keep a lookout for that. Um, I'm also been talking to Costa bro about maybe going down to, um, Oklahoma in a frontier city for a Halloween event and, uh, you know, maybe get some content and talk about that and see how that goes, but we're not sure yet on that. So it can be a lot of fun. Front, I would love to do a frontier city show. Know a lot of, uh, a lot of higher ups in that uh, at that park. Mm-hmm. So I think we could actually pull an interview pretty cool down there. Don't want to promise cool. anything, but we might be able to do something. That'd be pretty cool. If we, yeah. if we make that trip. We've been there once, uh, but it'd be cool to go there again. So They haven't added anything new. Yeah, nothing <laughs> new, but it's oh, There's right. a new kitty coaster, so there's a credit involved. <laughs> so that might be the one new credit of 2020 for both of us. If I get that, I'd be at 298. Thank God it's on my 300, so... <laughs> <laughs> I would just wrap up 2020 perfectly if your <laughs> milestone coaster was the new kitty coaster at Frontier City. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, but yeah, that'd be, that'd be great, man. Get some uh, content in October, you down in Epcot. Are there, are there any other plans for you in Orlando? Or are you going to try to hit Universal and finally I get the... Uh, yeah get that credit that you've been looking for for i don't know like i don't know yet so i haven't really thought about it too much Uh, i bought my plane tickets that's that's what i got so far you could get 300 down there yeah i could i might be going to hollywood studios well so here's the deal so this is why i might not be doing universal is so Mm. disney's not doing park park hopper tickets right now so um so what I might do is buy a three, three day package and I might go to like, you know, first day, go to like animal kingdom. That makes sense. Second day, go to Epcot. Cause I'll be on Saturday, Sunday, go to Hollywood studios, hit, um, hit those two there and, and go from there and then get a couple of them. Um, but I, I'm not, I'm at to probably pay for a ticket cause cast members right now can't get any comp tickets. So, but hopefully that changes. I get a that free ticket, sense. but, um, it's like we got every, Every human that comes in, we're going to make revenue off of. Dang it. Yeah. So I, I doubt it's going to change with everything going on. So I'll probably have to pay for a ticket, which I haven't in a long, long time. I mean, I know I, that was weird to hear you're going to buy a three day ticket. Yeah. But I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if I would do that yet. Um, so we'll see. And I don't even know if, um, if Universal is out in comp tickets either. So it might just be better just to go the Disney route this time and just say, like, yeah, I think I'm so, with you there. If I yeah. can get into Universal for free, I don't know that I'd go. But I'm going to, we are spoiled. Yeah. Jeez. I'm so <laughs> yes, glad we you worked at Universal at one point because <laughs> I've never paid for the only time I paid for Universal ticket was Halloween or Nights. And I've it was ne- heavily discounted. I've never paid for actually no, I did buy a Halloween Horror Nights season pass. So I did right. have that my first summer day when I worked at Legoland. Or that not summer, sense. but fa- first fall. But yeah. I, first time I go into Universal, I got in on a comp ticket and then I bought the the season pass for uh Halloween Horror Nights and then I've worked at Universal after that. So it's a good plan. Yes. Save a lot of money that way. Mm-hmm. So no. we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I don't know exactly what's going on yet, but I will need help getting my costume picked out. Dude, this makes me excited for October. Yeah. We might have some fun shows in October. That's pretty exciting. Not that this wasn't fun. This is a party, but Yeah, this was a cool idea. I liked it. So I like hopefully it. you guys liked it too. And um if you have any, again, like Costa Bro said, if you have any ideas or any, any ideas you want to submit or any questions about going on dates and, and theme parks, let us know and post on our social media. We'd love to see it. And if you're a cute coaster chick, um, hit up Theme Park Stud. He's yeah, single as a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's a saying, but that's what I said. Yeah, All right. Unfortunately, my local park is closing after this weekend. As we're recording, they have two more days left. But don't get me wrong. I'll uh, we could do that meet up somewhere and maybe maybe go to Florida hit up Disney World. So maybe come to Drinking as a World as my date. So hey, something to think about. We should do a we should do a giveaway contest. Come <laughs> come be Theme Park Studs date at <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Great content. 
All right. So we're going to plug some things in the show. Like, like I said at the top of the show, new Spotify playlist, Coaster Cuzzy's Road Trip. Look it up. Follow it. Um, but we need to add some songs to it, Theme Park Stud. So I'm going to add my song. We have four songs currently, and you can check those out on the playlist. But I'm going to add a country song. Sam Hunt came out with one of the best songs he's had since his like first album that came out. I kind of hated Sam Hunt for a little while. Came back with Hard to Forget. It's a banger. Got like a little sample from old country music. Webb Pierce's There Stand the Glass. And um, it's a great song, so it's going to be added to the playlist. I didn't know if you had something you want to add to make this a six-song playlist. Yeah, I'll add it. Um, so this is kind of a song and artist I kind of came across on Spotify recently. And the song is called Giants by Dermot kennedy um and it's kind of a cool like kind of like kind of alternative electronic um not very really super electronic but kind of a little song to it um and I, i've been like jamming out on it that's i've been finding a bunch of songs recently and um i, I really love the song so i think it needs to go on a playlist so everyone else here going too. On, man it's gonna be a dang this, this, this playlist is gonna be just full of bangers in a couple of months here so i'm excited for it all right, and also got to plug my Instagram live shows that we've been doing, guys. It's uh, Coffee with Coaster Pro. Uh, we're recording on a Saturday here. We recorded that this morning. It was a party. Everyone was coming with questions. We talked about unsolicited advice for Six Flags St. Louis, which might become a YouTube series for me soon. I might start that. Uh, but we, talk, we fixed Six Flags St. Louis, basically make it a great park um, because it's a pile of garbage right now. So... <laughs> What can we do in 20 years to make it better? I have a plan. And then you also got to follow us on Instagram, Coaster Cuzzies, Facebook. We have a fan page. We also have a community page. If you want to check that out, Coaster yeah. Cuzzies community. Check out the community page. Become a cuzzy. Like we're looking to get, um, we're looking to get a little cuzzy army going. So, um, so join the Facebook page. Let's start talking about stuff. Let's start some conversations going. And we'd love to just mm-hmm. kind of create a little community around this and have a little bit of a bunch of cuzzies out there rolling the, rolling the streets and rolling the parks. So Cuzzies everywhere we go. Yeah. We're also on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok, Coaster Cuzzies. Just search it, at Coaster Cuzzies, or in the YouTube. Just type out Coaster Cuzzies. It'll pop up. It's a lot of fun. Join us on if, if you aren't following us on social media, I don't know what you're doing because that's where the party's at. The podcast is a great time, but we also have parties on, especially Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Check them all out. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode. And hopefully you got some cool tips and tricks on uh, dating advice, which has some of the parks and some cool things. Even if you're not going on a date, some of those cool things we talked about at some of the parks, you can still do that with anybody. So if you want to do a bro date, comes to bro and myself, we do it all the time. Maybe next time we go to World of Fun, I might do like, hey, I got a surprise picnic out there. You never know. <laughs> um, probably not, but you never know. <laughs> I would love a surprise picnic. So just make sure there's a, uh... You know, yinglings in the cooler and we'll be okay. Yinglings and white claws. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, but thanks for joining us and uh, stay fly, America. You know what to do. Stay woke. <laughs>